Welcome to the H2P Podcast here on DK Sports Radio. I am Chris Carter, your host, Pitt Beat writer and Steelers writer and NFL draft analyst here from DKPittsburghSports.com. Remember, when you're listening to this show, you can subscribe to it anywhere. Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere podcasts are hosted. And give us a five-star review with a positive comment on uh, the DK Sports Radio Network. That gets us a lot of help. Thank you so much with all the, for supporting the work that we do here. It's Pitt time on this, on this network, so... We're going to change it up. We're not going to change it up. We're going to do what we originally scheduled for, but it's finally time to talk about some Pitt basketball. For you Pitt fans who listen to this show regularly, um, the Pitt football team has kind of taken up the majority of the shows recently because of the NFL draft and the spring game and all the events going on. So now it's time to get back to our normal schedule where Sundays we're talking about hoops. And not much has moved in the needle. Now, I will tell you, a lot has continued to happen in the nothingness, but it still stands that Nate Santos is the team's only high school recruit. And then they've got uh, Daniel Oladapo and Jamarius Burton as their only two transfer portal guys. Now, the transfer portal is still exploding. It went over 1,555 players this week, which means it's probably going to hit 1,600 soon. It's never been above 1,025 players and that was last year, and last year it, it boomed to that point. So it's getting ridiculous what's going on in transfer portal basketball. We'll talk about that later. But what everyone wants to know about, what every Pitt fan is waiting with bated breath to, to hear, is what is Efton Reed doing? So that's what we're going to talk about for a little bit here, because it's a bit of a saga. Now, if you're a diehard Pitt fan and you're all all kept up on it, you might laugh just hearing me go through this. So, uh, so, so st- you stick around. But if you're someone that's like, who's Efton Reed? Let me catch you up on what's been going on. So, first of all, Efton Reed is a top 20 player in the in this high school recruiting class. He is a five star superstar center from Florida, seven foot one. Looks like he's a complete game changer in the truth. If if Pitt was able to land him, he would be maybe even bigger than Stephen Adams, which is the the highest rated recruit that Pitt has um, in the recent era of recruiting and the rating systems and everything so all that being said there's there, there there was there was a lot of wait with that but you're but you're probably sitting there thinking why would they get Efton Reed well for a few months there Jamie Shaw of Rivals was reporting that Pitt was in the lead to get Efton Reed and that was exciting Pitt fans if you go to F, everything Efton Reed or his mother posted on Twitter they were all exploding uh, with you know, with with Pitt fans putting in H2P tags and putting in gifs and memes and all these other things about how great it would be him to come to Pitt. But then April 15th was supposed to be the day that he committed. That didn't happen. Why? Because while well, his mom said he would commit, then uh, middle of the day she said, "Sorry, it's been postponed. We will update you soon." And there was basically silence after that. Now what happened was right the, the night before. That commitment was supposed to happen. It flipped to Florida State was supposed to take over. So now let's fast forward a whole month. It's May 7th, this past Friday. And May 6th, Efton Reed's mother posts again on Twitter. And she says, this time, okay, this one's for real. Noon, we're anna- he, my son will make his announcement on which dis- which program he's deciding. So, of course, everyone's sitting around. I'm sitting here. I'm writing Steelers stories. 
I'm cranking out, you know, I'm talking about the new free agents they're hiring. I'm doing the afternoon ask anything. And by, like, I'm in the middle of the 3 o'clock afternoon asking anything, and this announcement still hasn't happened, and everyone's freaking out. Now, I got to give you something. There were a lot of trolls out there, and if you're one of those trolls, man, you were getting everybody. Everyone from John Rothstein to Bleacher Report to everybody was falling for these fake accounts that were trying to pretend to be Efton Reed and saying, I'm committing to Pitt, I'm committing to LSU, I'm committing here, I'm committing there. And then about four hours after this whole process was so after this thing was supposed to begin, Efton Reed tweets, patience, y'all, with like a prayer emoji. Let me tell you that I'm recording this on a Saturday, on Saturday. So a full more than 24 hours after this announcement was supposed to happen. There is not a word about what is going on that's been posted on Twitter. Now, maybe something will happen between the time of me post me, me recording this and me posting this for the Sunday show. By the way, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Especially my mother. She's the best mother in the world. Love love you, mom. Be hanging out with you soon. But with this with with with, the, with this situation, there's no update on F3. There was supposed to be an announcement. There wasn't an announcement. We don't this time we don't even have an explanation of when the announcement's coming. So, you know, the everyone's scrambling to explain this. Oh, that means there's there's money afoot here. There's people getting in their last second offers and there's other people maneuvering things. We don't know. Let that family be in peace. They're going to figure out when they're going to figure out where they want to go. If it's pit, great for pit. If not, oof, that's going to hurt. Because Pitt's recruiting class right now is a slim. And we'll talk about that more in the second segment, but the Efton Reed stuff is crazy. I mean, it is. I have I have seen I've seen trolling, like you know, whenever like whenever there's a big announcement, like when the NFL reveals its schedule, like there was that one account that was releasing uh, game dates and everything, and everyone was was thinking like, oh, there's there's legitimacy to this. Oh, there's and you know this happened like I'd say like two years ago, and and the and there was this account saying it was releasing you know uh, NFL schedule dates, and people were buying into it, and then like the day of the release of the NFL schedule whoever ran the account released a statement saying, okay, this was fake. Thanks for all the followers. Bye. And it was just, it was, and and so many people were duped, but this is why you got to be careful on Twitter. Now I I follow and have notifications up on Efton Reed and his mom to see as soon as they post something. Cause I want to, I want to, you know, as soon as it happens, I want to, I want to get that story up for y'all on DKPittsburghSports.com. Whether it's good or bad for Pitt, but but there's a, the, that's how I was able to tell when fake Efton Reeds were committing to Pitt or other other programs. <laughs> I loved I, I did love some people who were like well if we can't get the real Efton Reed can we at least get the fake Efton Reed we need a center <laughs> I totally feel you, but Pitt fans I, I know you're frustrated. I know you're running out of patience. And this Efton Reed saga is just another test of patience. <laughs> because you had what you happened when Jamie Dixon left. When you had Kevin Stalin's coach. And now Jeff Capel's taking over. And there's at least some hope. There's some new recruits that, came, that brought some blood to the program. But you haven't had a winning season yet. You haven't had a deep ACC run yet. 
and now you just had the first real recruiting class Cable brought in leaving an exodus. So I get why you're impatient. But one thing I'll remind everyone about Efton Reed, and I see most Pitt fans are chilling about this. Most Pitt fans are like, hey, you know, good luck to y'all, whatever y'all decide. But there's a lot of Pitt fans too out there. Not most, but there's still a large group that are, that are like, oh, I can't believe this. And I'm like, guys, the kid's like 17. Grow up. He's deciding, him and his family are deciding what's best for their future. If they're if they're inconvenience, in, inconveniencing us with, with, with their posting of what the schedule is, so be it. That's part of my job is just to keep up on it. But I'm not gonna sit here and slander them because they're that you know who knows what's going on behind the scenes. We don't know. What I do know is that things gonna be all right. Whatever, whatever Efton Reed decides. Now for Pitt basketball, maybe not, because there haven't been too many moves made. Two guys in the portal, one guy in high school recruiting. I want to talk about that in the second segment here because that shouldn't be overlooked. Jeff Capel needs to get active. He lost several key components, you know, last season or well, this off season. I want to talk to you about who he's gotten and what the, what the room looks like as far as the recruits he ha- they have offered. We'll talk about that right in the second segment after this break. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Back here on the H2P Podcast here on DK Sports Radio, I'm your host, Chris Carter, continuing to talk about some pit basketball recruiting. That's really the only thing to talk about with pit basketball right now. Uh, again, Efton Reed Watch, we'll see what happens. Maybe they'll announce this weekend. Maybe there'll be another postponement. Who knows? When it does, you'll know on DKPittsburghSports.com. But let's talk about what Pitt has done so far. So... As I've said, Pitt has gotten a commitment from Nate Santos, sharpshooting guard slash small forward who's six foot seven from Windsor, Connecticut. Cool. That's good. Three stars, solid. Good job. But that's it in the high school recruiting room. Now they have offers into guys. Most of Pitt. The, the players that Pitt has offered have already picked other, committed to teams, and even some have even signed. The guys who haven't committed, Ty Ty Washington of Arizona, he's a point guard. He's another five star, super super duper recruit. There's a 
about 32 teams in the running with him. They probably not getting Ty Ty. Bretner, Bretner Matumbo, who I've told you about before on this show, Nikembe Matumbo's son, or not, excuse me, nephew, I believe, from Tennessee, three-star recruit, big, big dude, 6'10", 210, could be a good presence to have at the center position. Jeff Capel needs one. But that's really it as far as guys that we know of that have received offered offers from the program. Now, there could be plenty more out there. There could be a plan in place. But it really does seem like either there's a holding pattern or there's something weird going on. Now, from the outside looking in, and listen, I'm not, I've never been part of a, a recruiting effort in college basketball, so I'm not saying like I know how this stuff works. But from the outside looking in, it certainly looks like Pitt is waiting to see what happens with Efton Reed here before they go out and they start snatching up other commits. Because there might be some center prospects or, you know, forward prospects that they might not get if they get this guy. And they might focus on some of the other players out there. But time's running out. We're in May now. You know, I've I've been I've been talking about Jeff Capel and his recruiting and how it, you know, sometimes it's been late, like how he snagged William Jeffress pretty late in the game in April. Well, now we're even past that point in time. And granted, this year's very different. It's the it's the pandemic, it's COVID nineteen. I get all of that. So from the outside looking in, I'm like, oh, man, something has to be going on here. And, and that that's one reason that I, I think Pitt fans can reasonably hold out for hope on Efton Reed because of because because they're in a holding pattern. I feel like if they if if they had a sense that that he was actually just not gonna pick them, they'd be snatching up other guys right now. Because there's no time to waste. You want to get those guys committed. You want to get these guys in with the program. You want to get working with the with them to building those relationships. Um, because you got a lot of work to do to get to get competitive next season. Now, it looks more and more like Justin Champagne is staying in Pittsburgh. He hasn't been featured on any of the mock drafts that ESPN or anyone else has been posting. He continues to do social media stuff with Pitt. Um, he had a really cool, um, uh, I think it was ALS awareness. Um, with uh, post with Jeff Capel, so Justin Champagne's back, and that's huge. And you know, I think Nike Sabande can be, be a big step up. I think Femi Rukali can can be a big step up. Um, we'll see what happens with John Hugley. That's still up in the air. But if they can get, if they can get a couple guys here now, again, Daniel Oladapo from Oakland, rebounder, inside scorer, good good pivot game guy, works in the post. He could be he could be a good piece. Jamarius Burton looks like a good backup point guard. He's an assist guy that can help run your offense. And you still got Ithiel Horton. If he can continue to develop his shooting, he'll be a, he'll be a sharpshooter on the outside. Maybe Nate Santos develops that as well. So you got a few options there. So it's not like the 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 cupboards are barren here for Pitt basketball. But you still want to see some action soon. They lost five guys in the portal. They've only gained three so far since then. Two through the portal, one in high school. And to me, this is a defining moment for Jeff Capel. And not this one moment of getting Efton Reed, but how Pitt responds to the transfer troubles that everyone's going through. Because really, it's sweeping across the country. Like I said, it, it passed over 1,550 
um, uh, players have entered the transfer portal for Division One basketball, unprecedented by over 500 more players than any time before. So, I think that that's a, that, that's a grace that every every basketball coach should be getting right now because no one knows how to deal with this. And the fact is, is that what it looks like. I mean, we're seeing five star guys leave programs like Duke and uh, and North Carolina because something's not right there. I mean, what what may be playing into this is that the future of college basketball. We, it was already basically built on. When you get a when you get a really talented dude, you got to win now with him because he'll be going to the NBA. Now it's you got to win now with him because he got could, could be going to the NBA or he could be going to another team, another program. And how Jeff Capel adapts to that system could be defining of of his legacy here at, at the University of Pittsburgh. And right now, again, we're, we're with this Efton Reed watch, it's, I think it's a huge, it could be it could be a huge pivotal point in which direction that legacy goes. And because if he lands Efton Reed, everything changes. This year is going to be bonkers, and everyone's going to be excited. And it's good, and it'll also up the expectations for Pitt to win this year. But if he doesn't, then you got then then what's what's going to be determined is okay. How many other recruits can you get? How many three star guys can can you get? What do you do with those guys? How do you build a roster around them? Can you keep? Can you get Justin Champagne back to where he was mid season? Can 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 you bring along this freshman class that had William Jeffers, Noah Collier, Max Madison, John Hugley, and Femi Wakali? Can can you get these guys to become a, a true force? To build around, you know, do you do you use your new transfer guys like Nike Sabande and Ithiel Horton and then Burton and Oladapo? If he can build chemistry with that, that will define it, and I think that will cement. I think him for, for a while because you know I'm a guy. I'm always very. If you listen to my work, if you read my work, you know I'm not a fire the coach guy. Just not my style. I think that coaching requires way too much intensity, way too much thought, way too much. Uh, organization, unless you're a complete disaster, like the stories of Kevin Stallings, that's a whole different story. But we don't hear those stories about Jeff Capel. There's no sense that this is just hapless craziness left and right. The guy knows what it takes to have a, 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 a true D1 competitive basketball program. He's been part of it for a long time with Duke. He's gotten to the Elite Eight at Oklahoma. So he knows what it takes. So I'm willing to I'm willing to say hey like you know with the pandemic with everything else that's going on with the transfer situation I think there should be a sense of grace there for for Capel but after seeing that exodus I feel like this this big recruiting class that he brought in last year with all these players and what he does this year with uh with you know maybe Efton Reed maybe just Nate Santos and a few other two or three star guys whatever he does with them that's going to be what determines him long term. He's already got his extension. He'll be here for a few, for for uh, for several more years. I believe he's through 2024, 2025. Maybe mistaken there, but either way, th- this is this is his time to 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 truly turn this program around. Now, will he? We'll certainly find out. But this is a step by step process. Summer's almost here. And that's usually a time when you start to get acclimated with your new team. So I'm thinking 
we're going to start seeing a lot of news on this front in the next few weeks here. So stay tuned on DKPittsburghSports.com for all our college basketball coverage as well as all of our everything coverage. We cover Pitt football, uh, Steelers, Pirates, Penguins. You know, I'm still recovering from the draft. Whew, let me tell you, uh, burning the candle at both ends. It ain't the same when you hit in your 30s when it was when I was in my 20s. Um, but, uh, but in all seriousness, uh, we will be keeping you up to date with everything there. So stay tuned for what we got at DKPittsburghSports.com. And hey, stay tuned on DK Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the H2P Podcast. I'm Chris Carter. You can follow me on Twitter at Carter Critiques. Um, and we'll be keeping you to, in tune with everything Pittsburgh sports. When Monday returns, we'll have your DK Daily Shots right back up and back into the swing of things. The Penguins are headed to the playoffs. We'll be keeping you up to date on their playoff push, as well as the Pirates figuring out what they're doing this season. Thanks again. Talk to you soon. <laughs>